Hello, everyone. Welcome to Two Girls, One Reusable Cup, your sustainable support group, the podcast about navigating the sins and successes of living a low-waste lifestyle. And this is episode zero, the introduction to us. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast. I can't believe we finally got there. So we thought we would introduce ourselves, the lovely faces behind the voices, a bit about our sustainable journey and what we do, what to expect from this wonderful and a bit quirky podcast. So, Marie, tell us about yourself. What, what do you do? Hello, everyone. I'm Marie Stana. I am a sustainable fashion designer living and working out of Portugal. I studied fashion in university. I've been working in the sustainable fashion field for over two years now. It is something that I'm very passionate about. And I also work and volunteer for Slow Fashion Movement. What about you? Hi, guys. Um, my name's Bethany Freer. A good question. What do I do? So I live in the lovely UK in the east of England, which is the arse end of the UK and I work within the very soul-destroying industry that is marketing. Kidding, I do enjoy marketing. My background is uh, fine art, so I love anything creative, whether that visual communication or whatever it is. Prior to that, I did a foundation course in art and design with the lovely Marie, which is where we met all them years ago. Uh, The road for me within marketing was not a smooth one. I kind of got halfway through and realised... I don't want to sell people things they don't need. It goes against my morals. So I'm in a better place now. Sounds like I've died. Um, I'm in a better place now. I've moved in-house. I'm now working at a creative university where I'm selling a service rather than a product. My other obvious passion is sustainability or I wouldn't be doing this podcast. So I tend to use any of my online platforms to talk about climate action and share any tips and knowledge I have. I'm still very much at the beginning of my sustainability journey I'm really just want to learn more and more but wherever I can I talk to people about it in the hopes to influence my community really yeah I'm on the sustainability working group trying to organize beach cleans and litter cleans which is really fun and just in general trying to be as eco-conscious and low waste as I can and as you'll hear in the next few episodes sometimes I'm really good at it and other times I massively fail at it that's me (laughs) I guess. And also a fun fact, um, when I'm not talking about um, the world being on fire, I love pole fitness. And I don't know how sustainable pole fitness is because I guess it is just a pole. But there you go. Bit about me. We will say a lot in this podcast. We are all on a journey. We're all here together to support each other. And actually, I think that's how this podcast was born out of me and Marie's frustration and tears. <laughs> a lot of tears. A lot of tears. <laughs> a lot of tears. Um, so I guess, Marie, maybe we should tell the audience a bit about how we met as well. We aren't just two strangers who decided to do a podcast together as we do we have we have an origin story. Beth and I met during foundation year, which is kind of a pre-university year you do in the UK when we were very, very young, very fresh faced, just moved out of our parents' home. Oh, First time ambition. living on our own. <laughs> Lot of ambition. We were a bit of a disaster zone. And yeah, we were flatmates. We lived in the same flat for a year. It led to a lot of shenanigans. <laughs> A lot, a lot of blackouts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny looking back at those times because we were just out of school, like starting to start our career journey and thinking of what we're going to do. And thinking back in that moment then, I 
wouldn't have predicted where we would have ended up. I don't know about you. I'm like, glad where we ended up. It's nice. We I, didn't sell our souls to the No. World. I don't know if you remember this, but when like at Foundation, if someone asked me like what brand uh, I wanted to work for, because I always knew I wanted to work in fashion. These days, I'm kind of questioning that decision. <laughs> but at the time, I always knew I wanted to work in fashion. And the brand that I wanted to work for at the time was River Island. Oh, wow. I, I do not know why. I don't wear anything from River Island. I think I own one skirt from them. But because every time I like walked past their store I kind of in the back of my mind went yeah I could do that (laughs) I love the confidence (laughs) I used to tell my mom I was just like no I don't want to go into like designer or like runway style fashion I want to make approachable wearable fashion and I think that kind of reassured my mom who was who was a very she's very academic and the fact that both of her children want to study something creative I think put a lot of stress into her and I think in her mind she was like oh good she won't be broke for the rest of her life and I'm like <laughs> and here we are <laughs> exactly here we are jokes on you I decided <laughs> to save the planet and like get nothing in return for it so <laughs> story of my life <laughs> Yeah, you have a really funny relationship though to fashion because you've you have always loved fashion and it's changed over the years. And as you'll see as we talk about fashion and sustainability in this podcast, I do feel for Marie sometimes because, like, you want I mean, to create and you want to be part of it, but then there's so much wrong with the fashion industry. But Marie yeah. is here to make it a better place, so thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> I try, I try. You try. No, you actually had like a big influence in that with your work at university because like Beth and I would have very long like drawing sessions and sketchbooking sessions and then just a lot of late nights in the library. And you always knew you were going to into fine art and you were actually trying to say something with your work. And that kind of blew my mind because like I was just like, designing clothes and I was just like wait hang on you can actually say something like (laughs) there's like you can create something with a message like what is this (laughs) so you really like influence uh, me in that area because if I hadn't changed directions I probably wouldn't have gotten into the university I gotten into because the second I mentioned that I was approaching fashion from more of a fine art perspective in my interview I just remember the interviewers like ears suddenly picking up and I was just like I wouldn't have gone there unless you That's were so sweet to say That's influencing really sweet. me I think as well like thinking more conceptually it will help you create more authentic ideas it's like this whole podcast isn't i wouldn't say this podcast is just your run-of-the-mill sustainability podcast no offense to all the other people doing this obviously you're all here and you've made a good choice by coming to this podcast um, but i guess we've taken this it is in our a different first direction episode and you're already <laughs> slating other podcasts yeah this is the best one stay here <laughs> we don't know what we're doing <laughs> I think as well, Marie's had a massive influence on me. She's always been a massive supporter of what I do. And I tend to swap what I'm doing a lot. I can't make my mind up and Marie's always been there supporting me, especially with things to do with sustainability. And actually, this podcast was born out of me and Marie's voice notes that we would constantly send to each other. Obviously, Marie being in Portugal and me being in the UK, we just send voice notes to each other. And some are just us screaming about we can't get refillable toothpaste that actually cleans your teeth or taste doesn't taste like crap. <laughs> it would just be on the 
smallest little things, but it was nice to have someone else there with me who was going through the same frustrations because the infrastructure isn't quite there yet with sustainable living. There's a lot of problems with it. It's not accessible to everyone. It's not inclusive. And we're not the only ones going through it. We kind of got together and thought other people must be going through this. Other people must be frustrated. Other people must want our support. And we thought, gosh, we need like sustainable therapy and then sustainable the sustainable support group was born <laughs> just out of me and Marie's frustration that's kind of how it was born and I think Marie it was a good time to do it because we were both going through quite like a rocky time yeah we, we, we decided to start this like end of 20, 2021 and yeah it, it it basically started like we had this idea after like Beth called me and I just like was in tears <laughs> for most of the conversation nothing to do with like well sometimes sustainability but it just in general was just <laughs> in a really bad place and we were like okay we need something we need a project we need something to keep us motivated and going and so we both like talking a lot and we both like talking a lot about sustainability to like the dismay of our friends and family so they're getting sick of listening to us so we decided this is our outlet to the world (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) this is as much like a project we enjoy doing as we hope everyone will enjoy listening to wanted an outlet but also we wanted to do something in a way which we think will actually help people so this we want to build a community hopefully this will be a nice space where everyone can share their problems about sustainability their triumphs their fails like they forgot to bring their reusable cup it's fine do not worry we are here to listen to you so yeah that is that is the podcast so marie to give me and you a bit more context how how did you get into sustainability where did your journey which is the buzzword of this podcast where did that start what was what was the first thing you did where you're like oh okay I'm changing my habits well a lot of that has had to do with of course the industry that I work in so I was in just finished my second year of university and in the summer between the second year and third year of university for my university you're expected to plan your final collection and then give a presentation when you return so it's always it's like third year essentially in fashion is full speed ahead and as I was planning this collection I was like going through just seeing like what themes I could do and what collection could be about and I just ended up watching a documentary on the fashion industry and just realizing oh oh this is really bad like (laughs) this this is terrible why has no one told me this I I just finished my second year of university (laughs) no one told me this like the word sustainable fashion like was floated around but none of our lecturers actually sat down uh, sat us down and said these are the problems of the industry this is uh, like how badly the fashion industry affects the environment this is why sustainable fashion is important none of that None of that at all. It's just like the word sustainable fashion was floated around, yeah. but no one actually like sat down and explained it. Until that point, I, every time someone mentioned sustainable fashion, I thought of the collection at, in Zoolander, Derelict, where it's the collection that is made <laughs> out of love trash. love quoting this film. This is one of your favorite films. <laughs> Zoolander is such an accurate portrayal of the fashion industry. I mean, I love Zoolander. <laughs> 
the first one I, I i like the second one the sequel like looked terrible i never saw it but the first zoolander some parts haven't aged well and yeah so that's how it started and then of course i started designing a sustainable fashion collection for my final year and then it kind of quickly hit me that well i can't exactly preach sustainability in the fashion industry without being sustainable myself that is a bit hypocritical yeah especially when you're trying to like talk about sustainability or like any form of like any form of alternative lifestyle there's always going to be someone that's going to try and call you out and going to try and try and like say like oh you're a hypocrite or you don't do this yeah it's or completely unavoidable it is and I, I immediately experienced that in fashion where like i was giving a presentation on my um collection and then one of the lecturers are, are like looking at me and saying well you're here preaching about sustainability but you're wearing a jacket that's out of plastic and i was just like actually i'm not this is a leather jacket yes leather comes with its problems but it's also over 10 years old and i bought it at a sample sale this is a sustainable option and it's just 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 the way she tried to like call me out and try and try to like point that's me out so like, cheeky <laughs> yeah, I just, I always remember that. This is how, like, yeah, this is how I got into sustainability when I realized, like, I can't exactly preach sustainable fashion without being sustainable myself. And that opened up a whole other, like, rabbit hole when I was going down where I was, like, buying reusable cups, reusable cutlery, swapping out my shampoo for shampoo bars. We've all been there. We've all been there. Kind of the theme of the podcast, like, good intentions, but I was buying stuff to be more sustainable. Like, looking back at it, like, my reusable cutlery set is from Amazon. <laughs> I could have just bought cutlery from home. I didn't need to buy more more stuff. So. It's almost it's just selling you like another lifestyle almost you go on instagram you see all these like sustainable influencers which we'll do an episode on because i don't believe in sustainable influencers really i don't see myself as a sustainable influencer i just i don't believe in sustainable influencers but you go on instagram and it's all like really aesthetic like bamboo tupperware and cutlery and cups and if you don't own them things and you can't get them secondhand okay but like you're just buying more stuff this basically what we're saying is the theme of this podcast will be like no one can be do this perfectly at all it can't be done it physically can't be done and the infrastructure's not there so don't beat yourself up sustainability is not glamorous like the inst- the sustainable instagram accounts make it look out like it's glamorous but i was thinking about this the other day when i was like cleaning up one like there are a lot of downsides of sustainability one of the downsides is because i reuse all of my containers people know how much of something you eat like the amount of like ice cream containers i have (laughs) i didn't i I haven't thought of that actually that's brilliant that i reuse and it's like if someone like goes to your house regularly and kind of looks it's like didn't you just have like three ice cream containers and now you have five and i'm like it's been a week like do not judge me i love that your habits have not changed since we left university at all that would be our recycling bin in Leicester and the Flats. Who's had all the ice cream? Because <laughs> oh, Tesco's had like a two for one deal. It was brilliant. And yeah, we used to. We go love like- a Tesco meal deal. <laughs> Oh, Tesco meal deals are the best. But yeah, they had great deals on ice cream as well. Tesco value mint chocolate chip ice cream was st- it's still one of the best I've ever had. <laughs> anyway, after that little insight, Beth, how did you get into sustainability? That's a good question. I think it's pretty much been thrown in my face since I was young. Like, like me? 
by you but since i was young like i've uh, so i feel like it's just been embedded in me since uh, a young age so i've always i've always tried to do my little bit but never fully committed my big breakthrough as i said before was going into the marketing industry which i must say marketing is the creepiest industry ever and very clever how we sell you stuff the ads that follow you around the targeting so clever and intricate now but i just if i want to be sustainable i shouldn't be supporting selling stuff that people just don't need a lot of what i do is also selling on social media and i remember i was at work tw- checking twitter one day this i think this was last year possibly and trending on twitter was when there was them awful wildfires in athens which i've been to and i was just watching these videos on twitter of athens burning and I was honestly, I, I was shocked. I knew, like, I've, we've seen a lot of wildfires recently, but I just sat in my chair while everyone just got on with their work. And I was like, the world is on fire and we're just business as usual. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I can't work for, I can't do something that I don't believe in. Um, and I quit my job. And I do marketing for um, an arts university. So I'm selling education, which fits more my morals. And eventually I'd quite like to do a job within sustainability. So that's kind of where my journey started. And then like Marie said, I can't really preach sustainability if I'm not trying my absolute best. So recently, another reason for this podcast is it gives me and Marie time to do some great research into all the topics we look into. Some topics that are a bit more niche than others that I found really interesting, as you will see in later episodes. And it just means there's a space for me to learn more stuff and make habits that will actually make a difference you'll hear about how i'm a massive fan of the menstrual cup as you'll hear in a later episode that's probably one of my favorite switches and yeah i think it all kind of went from there really basically i then just started to question absolutely everything and so here we are two girls one musical cup was born do you want to tell our listeners what they can expect from our future ramblings ramblings for sure we do tend to go on tangents we have tried giving the episode some structure so each episode will have a theme which is inspired by an obstacle or something me and beth like want to know more about and want to research a bit further some themes one of us might know already quite a lot about and we want to talk to it to the other person for example there will be quite a lot of fashion episodes because that is the area that i work in and hopefully i know what i'm talking about we'll also be exploring quite a few nerdy themes because beth and i are massive nerds something you will (laughs) learn down the line this is our podcast and you will enjoy listening to it (laughs) yes and we will, uh, we sometimes have very stupid discussions about sustainability in nerdy worlds. So we'll <laughs> see that down this the line. This is basically well. a string of our voice notes put together. Exactly. What hopefully. Mil- <laughs> one minute we be, could be talking about our favorite milk alternative and then the next minute we could be talking about reusable pads like who who knows it's all stuff that we, we've created a podcast that we would want to listen to that's more relatable to the struggles that we all kind of go through we're trying to be more sustainable and this is basically a massive support group where we can all support each other's sustainable journey we can give each other tips and resources and actually marie there was a quote that inspired this podcast 
Yeah, this is a quote credited to Anne-Marie Bonneau, and it goes along the lines, and I might be paraphrasing here because I'm pulling it out of memory. We don't need one person doing sustainability perfectly. We need a lot of people doing it imperfectly. And that is something that we really want to channel through this podcast. For me, starting a sustainable journey, a lot of people get put off because you have, it seems like you have to be perfectly zero waste. You have to be vegan. You have to be doing absolutely everything or you're a fraud. And I really resonate with this. I feel like I'm, I'm preaching about sustainability, but for example, like I don't have the perfect diet yet. I can't do zero waste yet. I'm like still learning or it's not accessible to me or I can't financially afford it. And sometimes I feel a bit like a fraud because I'm saying stuff about climate action and I'm not doing everything, but no one can do everything. No more. Again, the motto of this podcast is no one can be perfectly sustainable as long as all of us are doing something. And I think people shouldn't be afraid to talk about what they're doing and that they're fighting for climate action. I, you're not a hypocrite. You can't do everything as long as you're trying your best and i guess as long as you're not saying hey guys you should go like vegan and you're not vegan that i guess doesn't sit well with me but as long as what you're preaching is honest authentic and true to yourself and you're doing everything you can then yeah any you have full right to say you're sustainable and doing your best they're just my thoughts on like starting a sustainable journey because I think it does put a lot of people off all we can do is all try our best so I hope you will join us on this emotional roller coaster as we explore all the sustainable struggles that we all face while trying to do our best we hope you enjoy the series Marie did you have any final words for the listeners as we send them off on their sustainable boat across the <laughs> plastic free shores into the bright horizon oh I don't know you're putting me on the spot now I feel like I need to come up with something inspirational I hope you guys enjoy what we have in store for you to our parents thank you very much for being our only listeners thanks guys really appreciate it you can join the sustainable support group via social media you can find us at two girls one reusable cup we've got twitter and instagram you can also follow our personal instagrams where you can find all our sustainable shenanigans you can follow me at sustainable and marie you can find my fashion work on stana eco and my personal one is life on mars we also wanted to give a big shout out and a massive thank you to Roxanne and Anna from We Are Raya who are behind um, our lovely podcast artwork. Please go support them and check out their work over on We Are Raya on Instagram and just show them some love. We hope you enjoy and thanks for coming along for the ride. We will see you soon.